boom and we are live with another episode of the brown water banter podcast digital my name is jared seymour my name is joy cates that's right and we got a great show for you lined up uh today like i said digital man through the uh through the interwebs we have heather smith from heather smith outdoors coming back on the show uh she's did a, did a previous episode we're going to talk about the uh stuff she's done uh fishing outdoors uh naked and afraid a lot of cool stuff we're going to talk about this evening. So before we do that, though, before we jump into it, we're going to thank the people that keep the lights on for us here at the uh, Brownwater Digital Studios as well. Uh, our good buddy, <laughs> Dr. Robbie Williams over at Southern Magnolia Smiles. 2023 is coming to an end, but it's still the year to keep your mouth clean. Uh, you can look them up on the socials, uh, Facebook and Instagram at Southern Magnolia Smiles. And when you're ready to book that appointment, uh, give them a call at 228-215-1202. Um, and tell them that, that we sent you. Uh, our buddy Tyler over at Taylor and Cox Law Firm. If you find yourself in need for some legal representation, this is your guy right here. He just got a big billboard up on Washington Avenue. I see it every day when I'm going to and fro. Uh, it looks this this uh, this exact photo right here. It's awesome. Uh, they've been practicing law in Pascagoula for 30 years. Uh, they specialize in felonies, misdemeanors, DUI, family law, divorce, child custody, you name it. If you need someone to fight for you, Choose Taylor and Cox Law Firm. Uh, give them a shout at 228-696-0111. And we also want to thank them for uh, sponsoring the Brownwater Banter app as well. Uh, that means a lot to us, so we want to thank them. Uh, our buddy uh, Rocky Brooks over at Sea to Swamp. You can look them up on Facebook, see the number two, and then Swamp. Two locations in Gautier and Gulfport. He's slinging everything you need uh, for a day out on the water or pretty much outdoors. Bait, tackle, rods, reels, um, extra tough boots i mean he's slinging kayaks as well i got some photos here um but you know local guy one-stop shop keep your money in the community give him a shout 228-205-3964 we want to thank him for his continued support our buddy kendrick over at uh let's see here where'd it go uh there we there go our buddy kendrick over at forever young uh men and women's health you can look them up on facebook as well if you can't find the motivation to get off the couch to get back into the gym or just to even get moving walking whatever it is you're feeling like a big turd give forever young a shout you can give them a call at 228-363-6623 book that appointment let him do some lab work on him uh, on you let him figure out lots of things we talked about it in a previous episode could be some vitamin deficiencies you may need hormone replacement put your care in the hands of a, of a professional kendrick and his team over at forever young men and women's health and uh, tell them that we sent you. Get get uh, get your life back on track, man. Get back to grinding. That's right. And our buddy Randy Bosarge, District 5 Superbi uh, Supervisor here in Jackson County, stuck with us after the elections. We want to thank him. <laughs> we got to get him back on because they are cutting roads up left and right around Ooh. here. The progress is real. And uh, he was very in tune with the economics and the the uh the plan forward for jackson county over here we're in our neck of the woods so we want to thank randy for his sponsorship as well i think i got it i think that's it let's rock it let's rock it let's bring heather in we're going to talk about uh all the things she's had going on in her universe so heather welcome back to the show hey guys thanks for having me absolutely how how have you been since the last time we spoke uh you know i have nothing bad to say if i complain nobody's going to listen you know what i mean so this is, uh this is true. I, I, since I talked to you guys last, I've had two different Naked and Afraid challenges air. Um, that was really cool. Uh, and it was interesting to see uh, 
the ability and the perspective of how the viewers got to watch the character development with me where they first saw one perspective of me and you know just that one challenge and then to be able to see through a whole season what we went out there on which i call like the ultimate challenge because we weren't able to bring anything with us and if you guys have seen castaways and any new i know you guys are fishermen to me castaways seemed a lot more real um and and what i say by mean by real is like we're fishing and the boat goes down that's how, probably how we're going to arrive at a boat you know i mean potentially not naked but you know like you're not going to come with a you're not coming to a to you know as a castaway situation when the boat goes down you're not going to have a fire striker you know and probably not a knife on you you know so or right. a pot right like you're swimming right, right. so that was the most realistic situation i think that i could have been thrown into for me and it was extremely challenging but uh the fans were awesome uh the feedback was great and uh, i actually had a really good time filming that and since then i've fished a tournament just got back from maryland signed on with a new pro team um i fished against in big rock this year and uh, now i'm fishing with them so i just fished a tournament with them in maryland and then next year i'll be doing uh, marlin tournaments with them on the east coast um but for the rest of the year i'm spending time with the family there's that's a great Taking a break you need it yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah um for, for people that may not have checked uh saw the the last episode that we do or do that we did um can you give them a little bit of a backstory on you and the outdoors and you know if they've never heard heard heather smith outdoors before right yeah so um i started in 2018 my family passed away i moved up to rayburn uh i started bass fishing uh you know my mentor is bob seeley um and i started fishing bass tournaments I originally started fishing saltwater when I was a kid, went into saltwater tournaments, uh, you know, move, and moved back over to fishing saltwater. I travel across the country, uh, either doing tournaments, trophy fishing, trophy hunting. Um, and basically, I just started putting what I do, like, on social media. It wasn't, like, in the quest to be a content creator, as people are doing. I didn't even know content career. I, I was a content creator before I knew what a content creator was. I don't think anybody knew what that was, you know, like right. and it wasn't that it was just my life, you know, I was just posted up there. And, um, then I started training doing survival training, always trying to level up in the outdoors. Uh, I'm also a certified life coach, but, um, so I do motivational speaking. I work with law enforcement sometimes and, uh, I do one-on-one -on -one life coaching. I do mental fortitude and strengthening training, uh, for willpower. And um, I did survival training, advanced uh, survival training certification. And then uh, I went and did Naked and Afraid. And then I went and did another Naked and Afraid. Uh, and in the interim, I'm still fishing, you know, uh, the, the most elite offshore tournaments that you can fish for, you know, for deep water. And so one day you may see me in a, in a tournament, you know, like for six million dollars for first place, and then the next day you're going to see me at home jumping out of a John boat after a frog, like with my kids. Yeah. So, you know, there's no, I, I'm not. I guess my my diversity has has no boundaries. Yeah, yeah. yeah last time we were on the show, we couldn't even talk about it. And then, can can you go into the details about you know how that all came about? How was the how do you get picked for this? How do you get even get in the pool for that? Did they contact you? You contact them? How does that work? Well, I have a friend that's been on the show, uh, yeah. and or had I had at the time I had had a couple of friends that had been on the show, 
And when I had a different survival program reach out to me and ask me if I wanted to do their survival show. And while I was training, someone commented on my social, I didn't know what I was training for. They just knew I was doing survival training. Someone had commented, you should do naked and afraid. And I think at that time, I remember somebody making a, a comment to me because I had posted, that's when I was in the gym all the time as well too, you know, and somebody had made a comment about uh, me not being able to, people aren't going to believe that I can fish, you know, if I'm in a bathing suit, right? You know, and I was like, it's 113 degrees. I'm in Texas, right? I got sweat rolling down my backside like Niagara Falls, right? You know, maybe I wanted to put on a bathing suit today. I mean, most of the time I wear a fishing shirt, but it got under my skin, right? You know, that somebody right. would say that. And um, so when someone commented, you should do naked and afraid, you know, I was like, you're right. <laughs> you know what I mean? So yeah, I, I called my, yeah, yeah, you know, I was like, actually, yeah. You know, like, so uh, I made a call to a mall, Alice Erie, and uh, a mall told me to, she called, made a call for me, and then she told me to, to fill out some paperwork, go to metalflowersmedia.com. And I had to go through the process and uh, they require you to make, you have to make a video of you making a fire three different ways, making, you know, uh, sourcing water three different ways, you know, building shelter three different ways. And, and then, you know, uh, answer some questions, right? You know, and whatever's on the, the, there that they ask you to do. And um, I followed whatever they asked me to do. And then it wasn't long, I got a phone call. <laughs> you know, you think, uh, go, go ahead, Jerry. I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, I'm just going to say like, that, that's a big, like to be, I mean, just to be well enough with your body and just to be online, I mean, to be naked in front of people, real people, and to be naked in front of national TV, which of course is blurred out, but it takes a big, I mean, someone's got it. There's guts rich and stuff going on. Right. Yeah, there's no measuring contest here when it comes to that. Like, so, you know, like uh, the idea, you know, I'm a mom, you know, I've had three kids, right? You know, I, I'm not going to enter any bikini contest anytime soon. You know what I mean? I've got stretch marks. I'm real. Like, you know what I mean? I'm the real deal. And like, I have scars, you know, and uh, I'm not trying to go for Miss America. <laughs> you know right, what I mean? Right, right, right. But, um, and at the same time, like, I had some people were really eating me up. Like, they, tore into me on Reddit because of how much weight I put on for castaways. And I intentionally packed on 30 pounds prior to going. Like I, I learned on my first one, you know, I was in the gym the whole time I was there and I went in at 158 pounds at 23% body fat. I only lost 10 pounds. I came out at 148 pounds, but I was at 7% body fat. Like it had eaten me up that much. And so I was like, no, I'm not doing this again. So like I wanted to have a higher body fat percentage because under 8% for a woman, it actually starts eating on your brain, right? It's not good. It's nah. bad for your organs. And so I was like, we're not doing this again. And so I put on weight, put on weight. And I knew I also wasn't going to have tools going in. So I thought, yeah, I'm starving. You know, like, yeah. I mean, until yeah, you can find smart. something. Yeah. yeah. And so, and I ended up losing 20 pounds, but uh, out there. But well, you, were, you were basically I, hibernating. You were getting ready to hibernate. <laughs> that's yeah. right. Hi, hibernating with like a with a with a whole slew of bugs. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, so yeah, yeah, yeah. um and and it's it's actually you can't have vanity and think that you're gonna be a good survivalist. Right? Or you can't you can't be a survivalist that's gonna do 
to be able to have the thought to prepare yourself for the challenge if vanity is your number one thing that you're thinking about because you're you're not going to make it you're not going to make yeah, it that, right. that's not a it's not something i mean you're going in there i don't know about you but i i, I made this joke the other day i, I kind of looked like i had you know i looked like a, a female serial killer in uh alabama state women's prison if you ever look at the freaking <laughs> pictures of me you know like i was like jesus you guys couldn't have used a better pic you know like it was we look rough i got out my hair dreaded for a while and you know my lips uh, toward the end it was so dry I, I looked like uh you know it started splitting like a joker you know and no matter what you try to push no matter how much water you try to push i caught a lot of food that wasn't shown you know a lot of a lot of stuff was wasn't shown but at the same time they can't they can't show everything uh in that small amount of time you have over 3700 minutes that they're filming and so you're your first time you're only reduced to that you know and then the production's there the whole time no matter what happens with the way that the tv looks the production's there the whole time and you pretty much know like when you're leaving if they're going to use you or if, if you're going to come back you know like i i, I was pretty much I, I knew you know that i was going back what's the what's the parameters on that like when you sign up for a season right you said you were training or whatever the first go round, right you didn't put on you, you didn't know to put on weight you didn't know how much weight you were going to lose first time right but like once you show up and it's day one you got all these cameras around like how long does that last how many months are you there weeks whatever uh does it does it take to film that that's that uh series i guess that that it's a well it okay so there's two different things when you do the first like original naked and afraid challenge right and that's right. like i we got lucky with our episode because the episode itself was on the anniversary of one of my partners my partner's stepdad was an astronaut that uh went down in the columbia and so when it aired it was around the anniversary of his death like right i think my, my it was my birthday is march 26th and it actually aired on my birthday but it, the, this year was the 20th anniversary of it happening 20th year anniversary um but for the most part, you're only in, the, you know, other people only get 60 minutes and really it's only 43 minutes with commercials, but right. Excuse me. Um, the first challenge you go out there is 21 days. It's a 21 day challenge period. And they're going to fly you out a little bit early, you know, because, uh, you got to get there for in prep and they got to screen you and do all this other stuff. Cause you got, they gotta make sure you're medically okay. Like they right. check and make sure yeah. that, you know, it's several ways they want to make sure that. You don't have any kind of communicable disease. Well, that happens at home too. You know, they, they screen you for everything. They take your blood, you know, they go in basically inside your head. Like you're, they know everything about you. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, yeah. They, don't, they don't want you to die on national yeah. TV. We, we no, don't want to know, they don't want... know your, when you, you know, day two, it's like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you uh, well, she died. Yeah. Yeah. She died. <laughs> yeah. No, they, by the time you got back, I was like, wow. You know, I was like, you know, they, I was like, I don't think I've ever been screened that much from everything, you know? So, um, you know, you say, you psychologically, you know, cardiac, cardiotic, whatever, your heart, your mind, yeah. your body, your blood, everything, you know, boom, there's nothing about you. That's not untold when you, when you go out there and, um, because they want to make sure you're sound because also, you know, they don't need you not only dying, but they don't want you going batshit crazy and killing everybody out there. Cause <laughs> you know, you're in a real stressful situation and some people like, you know, they're not okay. They may go all rooster. You know what I mean? Like, what was it? What was it? Uh, what was the plane crash where they had to, like day two? You're killing your you're killing your teammates and eating them. Where they yeah, <laughs> like Heather? Yeah, yeah. Day two. What are you I, doing? I, yeah, I kind of got in trouble for not. Um, I was, was the name of that movie. 
I was, yeah, I was told I couldn't threaten to eat my partner. Right. (laughs) Like this is literally, we've been filming 20 minutes and you've threatened to kill three people. I don't understand what's going on. Yeah. 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 It's pretty accurate. Yes. (laughs) So, um, (laughs) but, um, it was, it's brutal. So you're out there. I think, uh, actually to be honest with now I can say it, but right now I was gone. Like I was in transit. It took me three days to get to where I was going because I went to Africa and it was yesterday, two years ago, yesterday I left for Africa to to do the challenge. So right now I was gone to do the challenge. I missed Thanksgiving of 2021 because I was in the challenge and Halloween. I was uh, in the challenge uh, in Africa. So the the parameters there, I mean, they're, they're obviously film crews there, right? But they're not assisting you. You're not right. Like it's, Full book. Yeah, they're, yeah, they're there, like no help. You know what right. I mean? Like they're not gonna. They, as a matter of fact, they don't even talk to you. They can't talk to you. Like they cannot interfere in your adventure, right? Like so, it is your challenge, and you know they, they don't want to. Anything they say to you can kind of veer you in a different direction of what you inherently would do, right? Right. So you know this isn't even this is your adventure, and you know, and and your survival. But at the same time. They kind of are assessing you. I believe they're assessing you to see later in the future, you know, if you would be be able to take other challenges. Because they know. I mean, this is what these people do all the time, you know. So they know what other challenges await. For us, this is it's the very first time you go out there. And I'm not going to lie. Like, I was, my heart was beating through my chest. And I felt like I was on the top of one of those rides that when you drop, you know, in your stomach goes in your throat. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, I was beyond butterflies. Like I had like I had pterodactyls flying many pterodactyls yeah. flying around. Yeah. But yeah, no, it was I mean, prior to going, three weeks prior to going, the kids would come in and I would be literally doing a bow draw in the middle of my living room at three o'clock in the morning. I would wake up having panic attacks because I was so I was so worried that uh I did not want to look bad on television. I did not want to fail on television. That was, you know, they asked me while I was out there, what's my biggest fear? And, and, and I can answer that. And I answered it then. My biggest fear is failure. You know, I'm not, I'm not afraid of animals. Uh, my biggest fear is failure. And that's what I was terrified of. And so, you know, prior to going, I quit eating any kind of carbs for three weeks. I only ate meat at home for three weeks. No caffeine, nothing like that. Because I said, if I can't do it at home, I had no business going on national television and embarrassing myself. Yeah. yeah. Or coming off of it, like, like you know, withdrawing from caffeine. Like, I don't want that as a yeah. part of my regimen, you know. No I ain't able to have it out there. Yeah. Right. What yeah. Did, um, how, did, how, did, how did the fam take that? Because I know you were going for quite a while, right? So they, they, yeah. they how they, you had, you had to have a good support system at home. Somebody had to be there when you were away, right? Yeah, yeah. Now I have a really good support system. Bob and my fishing partner and his wife, my bass fishing partner and his wife and, and Bob Seeley, uh, they were there, here with the girls and Bob would come over to Michelle and Rowdy's like, like even when the day I got out, I called and, uh, and, you know, I was like, hey, and they're like, well, Bob's right here. I'm like, hey, you know, like, so he would spend time with the girls, you know, and then uh, they were all really close to that. And the girls were happy, but they missed me. There was no doubt about it that they missed me. And, and uh, you know, I know she tried out for cheerleading while I was gone. And she they said that when in her tryouts, she just started crying because I wasn't there. And yeah. so I knew that. Yeah. So that that one, that one kind of, you know, it's a tearjerker. But um, yeah. and not not being home for that was like my first time to ever miss a holiday. 
you know, I missed her birthday. I missed, I missed Lilla's birthday, uh, the very first challenge. And that was, uh, that was devastating for me to not be yeah. here for that and, and for her, you know? And so, um, you do sacrifice a lot, you know, going out yeah. there, people don't realize it, but, uh, coming home, it was the best, the sweetest reunion ever. You know, it's like you, you come home and like, you have a lot of time to think out there, you know? So I came up with some of the best recipes <laughs> like while I was out there. And so I talk about food a lot on these challenges. And so, uh, you know, I, I talked about a lot of recipes. I came, that's where I came up with my fruity pebbles, uh, tres leches cake recipe is while I was out there sitting in the, in the middle of Africa. Um, and then, uh, there were some other recipes that I came up with that I've put to good use since I've been home. Yeah. What, I, what I, was I bet the they tackled you walking through the door. <laughs> yeah. As soon as you came back in, I'm sure they tackled you. They did. Well, Ella, Ella, they came up and hugged me and then Ella took a step back and she looked up at me and I looked down at her and she just like, it was almost that look like, is this real? You know? And then she buried her head in my thigh and held on and just cried for 30 minutes and just kind of collapsed into my leg. Like it's my mom, you know what I mean? And then I lost my ship, you know, like, so yeah. you look different too. You lost 20 pounds. So I'm sure you looked a whole lot different to them. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? The, well, the, the, the first time was I had a, my, I was a lot more muscular and more defined, right? Like then the, the second, either time, like the second time they picked me up from the airport with my partner. And when I opened the door, they're like your face, because my face was so sunk in, you know, and the second time was awful. Okay. So, I mean, it was, a, it, the challenge was awesome, but I ended up getting parasites. Like, so, uh, after castaways, the teacher, the bugs were so bad that when they were biting me, they injected like a parasite into my blood and it got, it buried itself into my liver and it started attacking my liver and my kidneys. And I had, I had to go to the hospital. Um, I had, uh, bites all over my entire body. And then whatever was on the inside was erupting, um, from the inside. So I thought I had bugs, but it was actually coming from the inside of my body. And so then I looked like a wacko just scratching myself all the time. So, uh, you were the after, <laughs> yeah, yeah, you were the bug. <laughs> yeah, I, I, me, I'm the problem. It's me. You yeah, know what yeah. I mean? And so, um, I ended up going, uh, I got it fixed. It took me a month after that last one to get fixed. Yeah. It took me a month. Damn, that's that's intense. What was the food item that you missed the most on that first one that you just couldn't get out of your head or that you ate first when you got back? I'm really bad about talking about food, I'll tell you that. So um, <laughs> they knew from the day of insertion, because when we inserted, the ground was 138 degrees. And I, I burned my foot off. I don't know if you guys saw that, but the bottom of my right foot actually burned off the first day that we inserted. Uh, and production was actually everybody was worried because they didn't think all three of us were going to make it through insertion it's known our our episode is actually wor known as one of the worst insertions of the history of the show damn because of the heat it, because of the heat 138 yeah. degrees and the two guys with me started heat heat uh they were having like i want to say heat exhaustion because they didn't lose consciousness that um it was they were having a reaction to the heat with a hypothermia or hyperthermia or whatever it's called when it's too hot you know yeah. um and so they started uh, projectile vomiting. Dallas was so bad that he started his, like, I call it T-Rex hands, you know, and he was convulsing and seemed like seizures. Like, it was bad. It was really bad. And uh, I've never seen that someone seizing like that before that from the heat, you know, we're from the South, right? You know, mm -hmm. so I'd never seen that. And um, 
I, uh, immediately, like you wanted to know about food and drink, immediately I was like, I would give anything for a Sonic Pink Lemonade right now, like a Route 44, and then I, yeah. I wanted a chili dog, with a chili cheese dog from Sonic with uh, uh, onions and mustard. Hey, yeah. I, that's legit. Did- when when they send you in, I'm sure. Do they have medics on site? Do they have somebody who says, "Look, you've you're past the point. We got to get you out of here." Is is there a person like that on with y'all? They they are not like standing there, but like they're around the like they they have a medical tent not far from where you're filming. You know, right. and except for like when you're in Africa, you have to be careful because there's wild beasts, right? You can't just like set up a little shop and be like, "Hey, this is a little tent over here." Bingo, right? You know, so um, the if you uh, the castaways, three of my castmates, you know, were medically, you know, taken out, and so uh, Rachel, um, Rachel broke her knee. It was awful, right? Wow. And she's a free diver, so that was sad. And then Candace got so, something bitter on her face. She ended up with like some flesh eating virus or back flesh eating bacteria on her face, and then. Um, Justin Governale, the MMA fighter, he got dysentery. So, Ooh. yeah, they had to they and they had to get him out of there. Like he had to go straight to the hospital. Um, <laughs> he got parasites from the water, you know. Yeah. And then, uh, and obviously, I'm old Ironsides because I just walked up and drink the water right out of the river, you know. Because you see Andrew, I'll never forget Andrew's like, okay, we're gonna put it in this bottle and we're gonna let the sun you okay, Heather's drinking it. Okay. Right. Right, Because I was like, (laughs) you can make your plan. I'm like, dude, if I'm dying, okay. That's you know, I'm getting out of here. Either way, I'm not tapping. I've already had bugs in my liver. What else could be, you know what I'm saying? (laughs) Yeah, yeah. You know, I'm like, I'm already going down like a fat man on a seesaw. So um it another thing I did that I think helped me with not puking on in Africa is I started taking electrolyte packets three days a day, three times a day, six weeks prior to the challenge. And so, uh, you know, I had packed so much, so many electrolytes into my system and like to really try to build that up. I didn't vomit when I was out there in, in Africa, like the boys did. The boys really, really had a problem. It was yeah. very severe. We don't, I don't, I don't have the appreciation even that you do, but like here in America, you know, we're very lucky. We got food everywhere. We got grocery stores, like water, water clean water for that matter. <laughs> yeah. Right. Um, yeah. And it's like people talk about, you know, what could happen with any number of threats to, to, to society as we know it. Right. But like you've experienced what it's like to survive and it's not easy. Like it's you, every little thing you take for granted, like, you see it probably day one. You're like, holy shit, I don't have that. I don't have this. I don't have that. Like, it's not easy to survive. Yeah. No, it's ironically enough, like, you know, it's so much easier to watch it from home and be in a recliner. Like, you see all these other people, like, you know, commenting online. They're like, what a biatch, you know what I mean? Or whatever. As they eat their Slim Jim, drink their right. freaking Dr. Pepper or, you know, pop their cheese puffs. Dude, it is so much harder than you could ever imagine. And not only that, like you're out there and you realize how valuable a pair of socks are. Like you don't even right. realize because we're so second age, like socks to me right now, to this day, I have, I, I drop 
some paper on my socks just because I know what it's like not to have socks and I also have loose like the bottom of my foot over not having socks on like or shoes I, I absolutely value socks I have a weird obsession with them now actually it's kind of odd yeah. but I, I love them but you know ice you never think how valuable it is to have ice now those that you live on the coast I live you know here we're used to going through like some disaster management, catastrophic stuff with hurricanes, right? You know, and you know that's when you know, like, you don't have AC, we get agitated about it, right? And we don't have ice for a while, we get agitated, you know? But at least we got a house, right? And we got clothes. And, you know, we have neighbors, and for the most part, we all have grills, or we can make a grill, you know? We've got stuff that we're going to end up cooking everything in our freezer when this happens, right? Um, you don't have that option over there. And I have now learned, you know, drinkable water, you know, I think it's between... They said it's like seven million people die a year because they can't get drinkable water, you know. Yeah. And we've got Americans on, you know, talking all the time and going online like they're trying to poison us with fluoride. Maybe they are, maybe they aren't. Okay, I'm not even gonna comment on that. I think they are, but right. you know, like, you know. But in reality, there's people that can't even get drinkable water, you know. So yeah. we are so lucky, like so fortunate. And when I came home, like I didn't completely lose my mind, you know, in, in certain ways, but we really are a lot of entitled individuals in this country. Oh, yeah. and, and we take, we're not grateful, you know, like we are so lucky we were born in this country. There's no yeah. doubt about that. Did, did you kind of have yeah. some, so, uh, depression era is the only thing I can compare it to where you saved your bacon grease and you, you washed your paper plates and you, you reused your napkins. Was that something like you did when you got home? You were like, I can't throw anything away because we might not find it again. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I, I already saved my bacon grease. Okay. I got that from my grandma. Like, and so I've been saving my, my bacon grease. Um, I think, uh, no, I, I really started to appreciate the simpler things. I, I actually, yeah. When 2022, I started volunteering for a lot of charity stuff and uh, a lot more. Like I already have, but I spent the better portion of 2022 actually doing a lot of volunteer work. I wasn't even home two weeks from um, my Africa challenge, and I deployed with my kids to uh, over to Kentucky when the tornadoes went through. And we actually mm -hmm. spent our Christmas Eve and Christmas down um, giving uh, donations to the kids that had lost and the families that had lost stuff in the tornado. So it really made me appreciate and, you know, want to give back to the community and see how lucky I am. So it wasn't even, it was just more, what can I give to help? Because I realized how, how fortunate we are. Yeah. Yeah. And you have to go through something like that. Like you mentioned with us, like with the hurricanes and stuff, but there's a support system. Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. There's a support system here when we have a, a, a situation. I mean, even as bad as Katrina was, you know, we had neighbors and stuff like that. Then the National yeah. Guard comes in. But I, I'm where you were at, it's just you and the what? Your team, more or less. You know, you, the people that are around you, and that's it. Did, am I still here? Yeah, you're here. Okay. Yeah, Eric, I got bum rushed by a hippo. Okay. Like, this doesn't <laughs> happen. And, and what's really funny is, is the camera guy. That was out there with me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Can you hear me? Yeah. yeah can you hear yeah, me? Hear yeah, yeah, we can hear you. Pausing up a little bit. Is there a delay? Yeah, yeah. A little bit. Yeah. Okay. 
Um, I hope I don't get frozen like a crazy position. Okay, so uh, I, when I was up in the palm tree there, like I was chopping on this palm tree, and this hippo was in the river, and it, you know, it came at me in the river, and it looks like a big submarine, you know, coming at me. And um, it was funny because there was the camera guy was up over my shoulder, and we were like over each other trying to get out of the tree, like you were both trying to get out of there as quickly as possible to get away. And that's where I put that. I was like, you know, later I've, I've talked to that camera guy since then, and we were laughing. And I was like, it was completely the theory, or you know, it's I don't have to be the fastest; I just have to be faster than you. You know what right. I mean? So that that was that was how that went went down. But um, we are very fortunate. And when you get out there, they got these thorns, you know that that these things could flatten construction tires, right? You know, and they they go into you. I came out of there. I had so many so many thorns in my hands and in my feet like i looked like hellraiser you know and um i think i took a bite of a banana when i first got out and i ate a half a banana because you can't eat a lot and i thought i was gonna die like I, like i when i it was amazing it, it tastes amazing food tastes better than it's ever tasted ever when you get out of there but um I started getting dizzy because my sugar spiked from the banana. You know, it kind of went through the roof from not having any sugar. Right. And uh, so I got a little dizzy and kind of lost my footing. Yeah, I want nothing. I want nothing to do with a wild hippo. I want <laughs> no, nothing to do with it. That was it. Yeah. Let me see here. Are you guys there? Yeah. Yeah. Hold on one second. All right. There, there's like a a little bit of a delay. I'm not no, sure. Is, there was, is it better now? We had wild hippos, crocodiles. Yeah. Yeah. I think it just blipped. Can you hear me now? Yeah. Yeah. We're good now. Yeah. 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 Okay. It's my Um The castaways, uh, that was just a whole different brutal intensity. That was, you know, I, there's no secret. My partner, me and Dallas got along great. Like, we got along great, you know? And then the other guy and I, we just are two different people. You know what I mean? From two completely different worlds and different mindsets. And, um, you know, and and so that was just, that was, that was, to me, that was my most difficult part was having to, to be there for 21 days with someone like that, you know? <laughs> And but it was, I did it. it yeah. I thought to myself, I was like, "Look, you've already had two. You know, you've already been able to, to make it through two bad marriages, right? Until the divorce papers were signed, so I can make it twenty-one days. I'll be fine." Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, in Castaways, you had a full squad, right? What was that? Like Twelve of y'all or ten of y'all? There was nine. There was okay. nine of us, and then six people made it. Okay. And and I love Blant. Okay, so Blant, yeah, that's the guy. He's from Turkey. Did y'all see him? He's from Eastern Europe, like Eastern uh, Europe. You know, he's Turkish. Right. Uh -huh. He is truly probably one of the funniest human beings that I've ever got to be on a challenge with. Like, I was in stitches around that guy. Like to the point where my side hurt, my face hurt. You know, I was. <laughs> this guy is great. Like he's hilarious and. Everybody else thinks he's joking, and when I'm, I was dying laughing. Like I'm literally like I was PMSL because he was being dead serious. Everybody's like, "Oh, he's so funny!" I'm like, he's, "What's really funny is he was serious." You know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, 
brutally honest. Yeah, he was so honest, and they're like, "He's so funny. He's joking, right?" And I'm like, "He's not. That's why I'm laughing so hard." Yeah, he's not. He's not joking. He was funny because it's real. What? 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 Go ahead. What about the bugs over there? Like that's that's another thing. Like again, being here in South Mississippi, we like we have gnats, right? And they will make you want to just kill yourself at certain points when they get bad enough, right? It's just psychological warfare, much less the pain that from the bites, right? How how was that? And, yeah. and not to mention on the naked one. I'm listening to you. You keep going. Yeah, no, no, no. That was the question though. Like how. You know, that's another factor uh, that you have to deal with in something like that. I got something for you boys. Uh, uh -oh. Speaking of, like, so the gnats that you guys, those are like the ones that are in, in Venice, you know, right? Yeah, yeah. They're so bad. Exactly. Okay. I found this stuff, Spartan Go. It's the only thing I, Spartan Go. Mm -hmm. And uh, they're actually made in Mississippi. And so, uh, but it's the only thing that I found besides Victoria, uh, that, Whatever amber romance that works, this works. So you don't sound, yeah. you don't smell like a, you know, like you're from Victoria's Secrets, you know. So um, it's the only thing. It, and actually, it was in my truck because they had donated a lot of stuff to a hurricane relief. So I had some of them in my truck, and I was going hog hunting in Venice. I put it on, and the airboat actually blew up out there while we were in there. So we got stranded out in the swamp, and uh, I didn't have any gnats on me at all. Like, and I ate a sandwich. I didn't have any on me. And I was like, dude, I'm gonna marry this stuff. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. So yeah. so now that's why when you said gnats, get you this, this works. It really does work. So yeah, smart, uh, smart. they need to reach out to you and get a sponsorship. Yeah. What better cosign than that? <laughs> yeah, well, right. The vanilla uh, lace works, but who's gonna believe their husband or, or, or girls can get away with it? Guys can't. I'm gonna go fishing at Chandelier all day and come back and smell like vanilla lace. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure you went fishing all day. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. yeah well, that's Amber <laughs> Romance is the other one, everybody. So when I was in Venice, I was like, "Hey, man, are all, are, are all these guys fancy fellas?" You know, they really yeah, yeah, I didn't exactly. know because they were all wearing it, right? I was like, I did not expect this. With the, you know what I mean? Like, I you learn not to expect things. You don't judge, but I didn't expect like all these really, you know, they all of their southern Cajuns. I was yeah. like. Seems off, man. You know, like, wow, I didn't even know that the population was this high. You know, so like, but I mean, it's nothing judgy, but you know, um, but no, I introduced actually after we used that. Then I think for the remainder of the trip, that shit grew like wildfire in the area because everybody's like, "Don't give us that, right?" Because it, that's just it. You know, you think your your man stepping out on you if he comes home smelling like a girl. Yeah, for sure. Um, <laughs> going, yeah. I mean, I would, you know. So, um. I out of the bugs, but speaking of the bugs, they're awful, dude. They're literally in Africa. I didn't have a problem with bugs. Uh, we had scorpions. I had a bunch of scorpions stinging me. Um, but uh, that's nothing, you know. Like I mean, it, if you've been to the hill country, you know there's little they zap you all the time, you know. So that's that's no big deal. Um, but the bugs are a whole different level. Like the castaway bugs, it was. It was just hell. It was literally hell. Like, they had this bug there that they don't have any. I mean, they have it in other places, but they don't have them here in, in the United States, and they're called Chitras, right? And it's, I've taught my children that Chitras is the new word for Diablo, you know? And it's, that's the thing that injected me with parasites. And I, my, you should see my legs and my arms. They are brutally scarred. My legs are brutally scarred from these and things. Where, I was ripping. 
Where was Castaway's film? Where was it, the second part of Castaway's? On the out in the middle of the Pacific Ocean on a deserted island. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, and so, uh, once you got out there, it was a whole level. Like, I think it was on day two. These things just cracked out, and it was uh, it came out from the earth, and it was the Cheetras. And you could hear people just screaming, like screaming. People were just ripping their skin off. It was literally like a horror movie. Mm. It was awful. No, I had blood dripping from me. Like, and then when we got to where the beach was, I ran into the Pacific Ocean, and that kind of started helping healing me up, you know. But uh, other than that, it was uh, the bugs were a nightmare, or they were truly a nightmare. And it, it real that's your test of power. You to the beach. And the best the best way to describe them on a daily basis. Do either one of you guys have tattoos? No. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I think we're on a delay again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Okay, good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So you know when you're doing that they do the swipe? Like after a while when your arm is puffed up and it starts getting the swipe and then you're like, uh, right? Yeah. Imagine that swipe 24 hours a day the mm -hmm. whole time. Yeah, I want oh, no part of it. Good stuff. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Absolutely Fun. no part of it. Yeah. I dropped a link to your uh, the Heather Smith Outdoors Facebook page in the comments below here. Uh, so people okay. that are watching on the live or on the replay, you can definitely jump on that and go over to your page. Is that where you're active a lot with your stuff, with your, your content or what's coming up next? Is it that page? Yeah. So I do. I use my Instagram. I use my Facebook. I've got TikTok. Like TikTok hates me because um, I'm either using a baton to kill a fish or we're hunting. And apparently, you know, between TikTok and PETA, I'm the most hated person. But um the Facebook is where I, I spend, uh, I, I, I'm more active there because I try to interact with people, you know, yeah. and, uh, and I, I like to, to interact with individuals as much as I can. Yeah. Well, what, what's on the horizon? What's coming up next for, for Heather Smith outdoors? Is it stuff we can talk about stuff we can't? Um, yes. <laughs> yeah. Um, yes. So uh, I did just get some. <laughs> I got some uh, kayaks. So I've got some new hoodoo kayaks. Uh, three of them. I, I got myself the pedal drive, and I got two other ones for me in a little, so I can spend more time with them out here on the lake. That's the plan for me through January, is to just be home, concentrate on, on my health, and getting back in the gym and getting to where I want to be prior to Africa. And right. I, I'm still on an interview, so could you please stop screaming? That'd be great. <laughs> I'm doing an interview. I'm on live. Yeah, you're welcome. Thanks. Sorry, mom. Yeah. And uh, and then February, I'm doing the neutral rodeo in Venice. Yeah. Uh, I think I've got a show to do, uh, some sort of outdoor show I'm doing in spring up in Pennsylvania. Then I have uh, my 2024 schedule. I'll be fishing with the hogfin team for uh, Hogfin Performance Wear, and I'm fishing the Kelly Wagner Big Rock, uh, the White Marlin Open, and Tiki Leaves. Nice. So you're, you're bowed up. And like then I've got... Uh, 
And then I've got two down in the Bahamas, or one in the Bahamas and one in Florida next year or two. So um, they're both offshore tournaments as well. Uh, and that's all I can tell you about. <laughs> well, that's good. I think I think that delays a little bit back. But uh, no, that's definitely cool. Focusing on the family throughout uh, the rest of the year and then fishing, fishing, fishing next year and then some top secret classified stuff that hopefully we can get you back yeah. on. Well, there's some, like, I've got some other stuff going on. I just can't mention yeah. too much because yeah. I'm also trying to decide. No. Uh-oh. The circle wheel of death. Let's see here. Pull her, pull her out and then let's see. If that helps. Pull her yeah. back in. Yeah. I think we're going to be spinning here for a minute, but we, we were pretty much wrapping things up anyway. Um, Joey, maybe if you want to shoot her a message and just let her know, we'll just we'll just wrap up the show. Uh, yeah, because I think I think that internet connection had been degrading <laughs> throughout the last probably <laughs> ten minutes of that chat. Anyway, uh, but we good. do want to we do want to thank Heather for jumping on here and talking with us. She's doing a lot of cool stuff, and you like she said, you watch that shit on TV and you think like, oh, that's you know 20, 48 minutes or forty two minutes, whatever she said. And you're in your recliner eating potato chips, she and does. you don't you don't realize. Here she goes. There she is. She's back. There we go. Sorry. That's okay. okay. That's okay. And, no, we, well, at least there's no delay now either. Right, 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 right. Yeah, we were we were just saying uh, that we were impressed that like you know you watch that stuff on TV and you don't realize like what it takes until you hear the your personal account of really like the whole picture. And uh, I want no part of that. <laughs> no, I'm gonna tell you right now. You know, like everybody's like, I want to do that. I can't. You know, I'm gonna do that. You know. I'll be honest with you. I came back and I really dropped this one meme, and it's like Woody Harrelson. He's like, "You'll be the first to die, but I appreciate your enthusiasm." Right? Yes. You know what I mean? Like, and I I've can honestly that. tell you, it's so funny. I can look at somebody now and be like, "You're never gonna." Die. Like, you know what yeah. I mean? Like, I'll know right off the bat. And it's it's truly a matter of willpower. It's one hundred percent. It's like it's naked and afraid. In my opinion, is ninety percent willpower, ten percent skill. You know, it could be even be eighty-seven percent willpower and 13% skill. Um, you know, and uh on top of that, it's the military guys are actually the number one guy to tap. And the number one person that makes it is a single mom. Wow. Strong. Mm -hmm. It's strong. Yeah. Yeah. Well it's because we don't have an option. You know, like right. you, military guys have a unit. You have a team, right? And then you have all the equipment. Moms, half the time we don't have barely anything we're trying to figure out how we're going to pay for the softball right and then at the same time we we don't have an option to say no you know like if we don't do it they're not eating at night they got school they got this they have to have it done you know if a lot of single moms are not salaried employees they got to go to work sick and even if we're even if you are salaried but you know you've got two kids and you're at home sick it doesn't matter if you have to have the flu somebody's got to get up and bring them to school right you know? So I yeah. learned that I think I was out there, you know, and during castaways, they were asking me how I was able to slot, you know, I had somebody having a problem with sleep deprivation and I was still going. And, you know, I said, because I've been practicing with sleep deprivation through three children. Every other weekend. Yeah. You're conditioned since the minute you bring them home from the hospital, you know? So, um, but it, it is a lot more, more difficult. If people want to do it, you know, my, my advice, go to metalflowersmedia.com metal as in heavy metal 
flowersmedia.com. Sign up, you know, but do not do it until you are literally trained. I don't care if you say you were about Boy Scouts. I don't care if you said you were in the military. Go take primitive survival classes. You know, you're going to need them and you don't have enough training. I promise you. Are there, you are there any that you recommend specifically those types of classes? Yeah. Yeah, so Northwest Survival School is Travis Johnson. He's my guru. I've been up there. I've done several classes with him. I've actually drove up there once one time with my kids, brought my kids to his classes, actually. That was a really fun vacation, summer thing. Then I flew back up and did more prep with him before I left. Northwest Survival School. He just did a thing with uh, Stone Cold Steve Austin. He also trained the Diesel Brothers, and he's trained a lot of actors in major movies. So he's And he can prep you for uh, you know a survival show um ej snyder is also a, gr a great instructor he's the goat of naked and afraid he does survival course training and if anybody knows what naked and afraid needs he started it you know he was the very first person to go out on the challenge um uh, and he's the goat you know for a reason the guy yeah. fell out of a tree in the chaffalaya basin and ripped his nutsack and had him stitch Ooh. it up while he was out there and stayed in the challenge that's that's how that's how awesome this guy is you know yeah quit just hearing it yeah, yeah, yeah that's I, I, right I, there. I'm done. I'm done. I don't want that. Yeah, you yeah, mean I'm, I can? I'm throwing that in the comments right now. That school. So there's the website uh, for Northwest Survival School, which is just NorthwestSurvivalSchool.com. Yeah. But uh, click on that link and check them out because that minus the, the the it seems like something that would be good money well spent, time well spent, and a skill well you know to learn. It is. And this is and this is why I brought my kids and they're really good with kids. They gave the kids like little uh, adventure coloring books and like um, scavenger hunt things while we're doing it, you know, and it teaches uh -huh. them. But this is the way I looked at it. And I didn't know when I first brought them up there, you know, and I knew that I had already been asked to be on a different survival show. My thought process is, what? OK, what are the odds I'm really going to get picked to go on a show? Right. You know what I mean? Like, I thought this is never going to happen. I had no idea it was going to take this other twist. And so I was like, yeah, right. Like this is a one in 200,000 of a shot. And knowing my luck in the past, I'm not going to get picked. Right. You know what I mean? So right. I'm going to bring my kids and I am going to train them to go do this. And they're going to be my little apocalypse partners. Because at the end of the day, when you're something happens, if we do so say, you know, whatever, sky's falling, chicken little, whatever, your family, that's your apocalypse partners. Okay. Yep. Your homeboy yep. down the street ain't coming when you ain't got no phone and like a tornado is in between y'all. You know what I mean? Like it's going to be you, your kids and your girl or your, your, your husband or whatever it is. And if you get hurt, you better hope your children are trained enough because you may lose consciousness to know what to do. So that's why my kids are my little apocalypse partners. I want them to know how to make cordage. I want them to know how to go fetch something. I want them to know if it's shaped like a heart, it's probably good for your heart. You know, little things that um and in the end you know they love it they have a good time yeah and that that's cool i wouldn't have thought something like that would be you know kid friendly so that that's really cool yeah, yeah no they actually asked me to go co or to to teach a kid's class and i've uh not they another school here in texas and i just don't have the time you know like I, my life is just so consumed with stuff right now that and to be honest with you you know i've, I've taken all these courses but Travis, you know, he's done this for 20, 30 years, right? You know, EJ, he was a, a uh, survival training instructor in the military for 20 years before uh, retiring and then becoming a naked and afraid reality star, completely, you know, Mr. Survival. And he was on right. dual survival. So these are, you know, these are people that are expert, not only just survivalists, or I say expert, 
very well seasoned survivalists, but they're very seasoned and experienced instructors. You know, that's right. where you need to go. That's where you need to go. You know, so I'll teach you how to do mental fortitude, but when it comes to skill sets, you know, seek out one of those people, and that, and I will definitely tell you that. Don't don't get with a friend that's been on the show a couple of times or even four or five times. Get with the people that this is their livelihood, and they that's can give you all of the secrets. Yeah. Bingo. Yeah. yeah. You know. Yeah. So um, that's really my piece of advice there, and uh, I think that everyone should seek it out. You know, I, I think it's fun. Um, and constantly level up, you know, uh, this last summer I went and trained Tom Brown, you know, was the, the Mr. Tracker, his protege, Bill, I went and trained with him this past summer and, you know, did, did three weeks up there in Montana, you know, learning new things just because I constantly want to, to level up, you know, how are you going to get any better if you're, you can't always be like, my grandpa taught me this. Well, that's cool. Well, what did somebody else's grandpa know? You know what I mean? Like yeah. your, your family only knows so much skill set, So if you really want to continue to learn and, and really grow, you've got to branch out. Yep. Yeah. I, like I agree it. with that. Well, we appreciate your time and uh, we love what you're doing. We're big fans. So uh, keep us in the loop. Every time you got something, you know, some new information that you can talk about, shoot us a yeah. message. We'd love to have Circle you back. Circle back to it. Circle back. Yeah. I will. I'm going to get with you guys next year. And then uh, if not, I want you guys to have a fantastic holiday with your families. You too. Same with you. And you have amazing wives, I know, because their name is Heather, both of them. Yes. Correct. Yes. Correct. <laughs> <laughs> Thank y'all so much for your time. It's been a pleasure as usual. Always, Thank always. Thank you. You have a good night. You too. Bye bye. All right. That was uh yep. that was cool. That was cool. She yep. I, I she's she's uh we would die quickly and she would live is really the takeaway from that. So uh, yeah. I, I'm, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> uh, I, I do like this survival school stuff, though. I, I think we might need to look into that, Joey. That look, that's that sounds fun to me. I don't know. Yeah, ice cream. Uh, probably. <laughs> and and whiskey. I'm a big fan of ice cream. Yeah, ice cream and whiskey, and I'm there. So, yeah. uh, but anyway, uh, thanks everybody for tuning in. We got uh, what do we got coming up? I think Sunday. We're doing one Sunday, right? Uh, I don't know. Did you ever get back to me on that? Uh, I think that's Facebook loser right there. I think that that's Facebook who, loser. That's Josh. I'm pretty sure. Oh, and uh, he wants to uh, get naked and afraid on Horn Island. That that's scarier to me than that charging hippo story. I, in the I'd bugs. rather get ate by the damn tattoo <laughs> bugs than be naked and afraid with Josh on Horn yes, Island. Yes, I, I would just kill myself first before we did Correct. any of that. So just drink uh, anyway. salt water. Uh, yeah, this Sunday we'll be going live with him to talk about the meet and greet he's got coming up at. Um, uh, see the swamp with Rocky and them. So that'll be cool. That'll be a, uh, in person. We'll get back to the in person, uh, yeah. episode. So, uh, download the app. If you don't have it, it's free app store, Google play. Uh, we got merch on the website as well, which we do a terrible job of mentioning on the show. Go buy a hat. Uh, that's a limited edition that Joey's wearing, but you can get this one, uh, on the website, brownwaterbanter.com. Thank y'all for tuning in and we'll see you on the next one. Later. Thanks so much for checking out the show. We really appreciate the support. If you haven't downloaded the Brownwater Banter app yet, go do it. It's free in the App Store and on Google Play. We have everything covered for an, a day out on the water. We've got the tides, the radar, tails and scales app. We've got a 
radio station right inside of it, and it's all free. All of our content is in there. You can listen to the show directly inside of the app. Make sure you keep your notifications turned on so you can stay in touch with us as we go live with guests in the future and plan events. We want to thank our app sponsor, Taylor & Cox Law Firm. If you need any legal representation, man, like we said before, give them a call at 228-696-0111. If y'all keep tuning in, we'll keep doing them. We'll see you on the next one.